0: For what I believe is episode nine of Alexander's Chaos Rising. So today has been a pretty, uh, pretty monumental and banner day for me. Um, I have to, I have to admit, there's been a lot of, a lot of shifting and a lot of changing and just a lot of um, imagination and just kind of magic. I've been in a near timeless state all day long. And It's been phenomenal. So today is kind of like a day where I'm sort of pseudo-working, but sort of taking the day off also. Also. And I've been kind of just, you know, taking my time going from from appointment to, you know, shopping for one of my guys at work. And, you know, now I'm going to go and get something to eat and go to one of my friend's kids' volleyball games. This should be interesting. A bunch of freaking volleyball moms that are, you know, man, this will be fun. Anyways. um, So... Uh, some background. Uh, what happened today? The the this shift, this this change. Um, I met someone, <laughs> um, who did I meet? Oh, I met I met a part of myself, a part of my soul. Um, so it started out this morning where I was kind of taking a look at um, some of the things in my life that are causing me issues, and and I'm kind of been like deconstructing, you know, my desire. Um, for experiences with other people. And that led me really to kind of realize that, you know, there's there's a lot of fear that I have when it comes to meeting other people. And and so I, I used that knowledge that there's a lot of fear and, um, you know, that I feel a, a really very alone. And um, I kind of combined those alchemically to, um, to, to, to address this loneliness, this exile. And, you know, I've, I've come to the realization that, you know, I have to be happy on my own, Um, but if I'm lonely, uh, you know it's really hard to be happy. And then I realize, you know, uh, wait a second, I'm never really alone. I've got a a, a chorus of of, of unity in, in in my soul and this this beautiful fractal that is me. And so, you know, I took that and I I applied it to you know where where in my system is there the most the most fear. And even, you know, the most activation and, you know, it's, it's almost like I'm thinking now that, you know, the energy that I've been feeling recently has all been building up and focusing in one area where I need the most work. Which, guys, that's that's uh, that's my root chakra, apparently. And so it, it, it kind of like clicked and it was like, oh, ding, there's a reason why I've been having, you know, a lot of, you know, shame and sexual dysfunction and, and at the same time feeling this this amazing energy coming from my root and my genitals, this, 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 this vibrating power that I've only ever felt, you know, a couple of times, you know, once was with my twin, when we were like sexting back and forth and sending, you know, you know, cute little things, she sent me this, these pictures of her in, in, in her underwear and bra and, oh, fuck, yeah, I felt that, um, anyways, uh, moving on, (laughs) so, I did a root meditation, and I kind of, you know, just followed my process and I went, I went into my, my safe space and, you know, my heart space. And, and it was really cool because during, during and throughout the entire root meditation, I was, I was seven years old again. So I was also doing inner child work at the same time. And, uh, and I knew I knew my, 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 my heart frequency from, you know, that time and that, that, that part of me that's that, that, that solid core to my soul. You know, I, I, I found the door to my soul through my heart chakra, and uh, and I did a lot of a uh, lot of breath work, and I felt the breath work somatically, and I felt it uh, go from my heart, you know, into into my my um, you know solar plexus and into my sacral, and then from my sacral down to my root, and it felt it felt guys at first like um like a vortex like I was dropping everything and I could feel sensation as it was coming in from my chest and my heart and it was very uh, palpable I felt the energy and then as I got to my root it, it, it all like diminished and vanished and it's, uh, it, it's, it's kind of paramount to like you know what you might think a singularity does to matter and to light and to energy how it just kind of you know it, it, it sucks it and voids it and I wasn't afraid of it this time you know, normally I'm really, I'm very terrified of that, that void, void feeling, you know, it makes me think of like, you know, narcissism, and you know, how, how a narcissist feels when they're energy vampiring people, but I'm I'm doing this work myself, and I'm doing it internally, so it can't, it can't be a narcissistic approach, Um, it's more like an inverted um, narcissistic strategy, (laughs) like maybe I've always spent too much time thinking that I'm using I should be using this strategy externally when what I should be doing is using this strategy internally, you know. And, you know, it that that kinda hits me because a lot of these a lot of these feelings and, and, and a lot of this dark draining that I've been feeling, you know, for the longest time has always felt very much like I was fighting a narcissist in my head. Like there was this inner narcissist that was just trying to fuck me up and it was always belittling me and it was always, you know, trying to trying to devour me and destroy me and whatnot, not and, and, I, and I, I kind of, I'm, I'm looking at it now and it's like, wait a minute, I know exactly how to fight a narcissist, if there's a narcissist inside of me I can beat that fucker no problem I am not a narcissist but I know how they think and I know how their strategies work and I know them intricately uh, I know them at a very, very deep core resonant level because of what I've spent experiencing so far this life and so you know I, I, I met this woman through this meditation you know I did, I did my meditation and then I you know after the meditation and some, some crying and some release and whatnot, I, I went in my physical therapy appointment and I did my appointment as my current you know you know persona and then I got back in the car and then that's when I met her and oh boy yeah, the, the, along with the inner child work, this is this is matching up really nicely um, because this woman is fiercely, you know, motherly, protective of my of my you know my, my 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 core heart frequency. You know, she sees that inner child as her child, and whoa, boy, you don't want to fuck with this woman. Like she's. She's something else. She's powerful and she's sexual and she's, she's fucking cunning as a fucking nine-tailed fox and just so damn sensuous. And and, I, and she's Asian, guys. She's Asian and she's timeless. And she's got this black silken hair and these long, luscious, golden-hued legs that are just fucking soft. And she wears a red dress with a black fucking long stem cigar like, you know, Cruella DeVille used to have she just sits there and she's got so much multi-dimensional knowledge and wisdom and we've just been talking all day long and she's been teaching me how how to dump fear into my into my um, root chakra you know I, I, I realize that when I meet people or I try to talk to people I, I experience a lot of fear but I let it like bounce off of me and when I let it bounce off of me, it does this thing where you know I like I, I get this like static and this shame and this this you know this 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 you know I don't know this this weird overlay that just kind of like it really does not vibe with my system and my body. And It's terrible. And I, I came to the realization that I I run from the fear, and and what this lady told me, you know, this part of my soul, this 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 weird dynamic of. <clears throat> Uh, You know, an ancestor She said, drink the fear like it's a fine liquor You know, and that's got a lot of meaning to me Because I've spent a lot of time, you know Being afraid of, you know, domination And how, you know, sometimes when I would dominate people And dominate my twin especially I would just get drunk Drunk on, on, you know, power and control And I would lose so much You know and so, you know, it's this, 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 is, this is a perfect union. And this is exactly what the hermetic, you know, pathway is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a narrow path, guys. It's supposed to be, you know, a knife's edge. It's not supposed to be this wide open country stroll. I mean, yes, yes, it's easy, you know, because everything comes with ease when you surrender, but, you know, it's there. You know, the surrender is going to ask you to do some things that make you walk this very narrow path at the same time. But you're always, you're always protected. Don't worry, don't worry. You know, if you, if you fall off the path, you're just going to, the only thing that's going to happen is is the part of you that's you is going, to, is going to blossom and it's going to bloom. And the part of you that's not you, it's just going to dissolve. It's just going to disappear. You don't, you don't have to worry. You don't have to be afraid. You know, I mean, unless apparently you're like me and you need to use that fear better. You know, you need to put it you need to put it to work for you cuz it's an emotion. And there's there's a reason why we experience emotions and you're going to keep feeling fear in your life until you learn how to use fear. So for me, this woman sees this fear as this fine liquor and it's something to be, you know, savored. You know, when you see these like old guys they sit there or you know, they drink this liquor, you know, they they sip it. And they let it burn on the way down and you know people that drink fine wines they 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 swish the wine around in their mouth and a lot of times guys they don't even drink it they just swish it around in their mouth and spit it back in the cup and uh you know that's very uh that's very potent and very powerful because if i if i if i consume too much of this this liquor that fear is it's a very potent energy for me like i feel fear very very strongly um you know, but I always, always, always reject it. You know, no. How could how could me, the the, the the marine, feel fear? You know, fuck that. You know, we see in society no fear, right? Be fearless. Uh, Not nah, you know what? Fuck that. Feel your fear. Own it. That's you. That's you making yourself feel fear. Now, why are you doing that is the question. Why, why, why? Why do you put yourself in these situations where you feel fear? Well, I guess it's because there's a power in fear, isn't there? You know, it, it's sexual. And it's, it's it's fucking sacred. And it's, it's just this, this deep, very, very survival-based, you know, thing that we do need to feel... And we need to learn how to how to work with it appropriately. And that's the key. That's the real key. Is how do you how do you use this fear appropriately? Well, this ancestor of mine, she knows. She knows that uh, just like like liquor is a toxin, she's a she's a poisoner, and uh, you know she knows all all about every kind of poison, every kind of poison, every kind of toxin, every kind of venom she knows all of their uses and, and all of the the ways in which they can be medicine and so this liquor this medicine this 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 concoction of fear that i'm being asked to consume has to be respected because if you if you disrespect it you know that's where that control part comes in and you know this hits this hits so so powerfully and so vastly it's like you know fears out there and you're going to be afraid in a lot of different situations. You know, you're going to have survival situations where you're afraid. You're going to have, you know, test anxiety. You're going to have, you know, anxiety about, you know, even exploring your soul. You know, anxiety about losing your personality. You know, you're going to have anxiety about money and you're going to have fear and worries. And, you know, you're going to have worries about meeting people and are they going to like me and and all this other stuff. But, you know, the, the truth of the matter is, is that's just your feeling. Now, if you run from that fear, it's going to catch you, and it's going to eat you, and it's going to consume you. And then, you know, that's that's what a lot of people do. And you know, but if you stand up to fear, like we all know we're supposed to, if we stand up to it, and we sit there and you say, "No, you're not going to consume me. I'm going to consume you. But I'm going to consume you in such a way that I'm going to analyze you, and I'm going to I'm going to learn your secrets." by taking you into me you know this fear it's not so potent that it's it's not something to be run from in fact it's it's something to be to be treasured and so I'm really excited this has got me extremely extremely excited because I've never ever done anything like this when it comes to fear I've always just kind of overpowered it and rejected it and run from it and said nope I have no fear and, you know, that can that can be powerful, and that can work. You know, there are times if, if fear is overpowering, then, you know, maybe what you're being asked is you're not being asked to consume the fear. Maybe you're being asked to reject the fear. Now, I don't know. Everyone's system's going to be different, but that's kind of where I'm coming from. But so, yeah, fear. Fear, fear, fear. Especially when it comes to meeting somebody. Oh, I am deathly, deathly afraid of people. Deathly afraid of meeting somebody new. So maybe that's why my system has this, you know, Dynamic at the root. I'm excited to explore it more, um, and I feel safe. I feel really, honestly, I feel really super safe doing this, and I've just been kind of happy. And you know, I, I I recognize throughout the day that I have these times where I get into this mode where I'm just fucking drunk. I'm drunk on adrenaline. I'm drunk on power. I'm drunk on control, and I go speeding around, and and my thoughts they start racing, and they start getting drunk as well. And so, this concept of just being aware, you know, it's like, okay, hold on. Maybe this is something that I can just consume and, and, and explore. Who knows? I know that this woman who I met is somebody who I want in my life. I want to know her in and out. I want to exchange energy with her. And there's more. Right, guys, there's more. She has a lover too. Oh boy, this is this was this was kind of a cool experience. She has a lover and as 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 the lover gives her her fear, she like empowers him. Right? Like she like like in this 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 amazingly like sexual fucking feminine way that a, that that a woman makes a man want to go out and fight in a war and just fight for his family and just and just just be powerful and be courageous and and not be, you know, not be consumed by fear, but to be, you know, empowered by it, and so it's this perfect dynamic between the two of them, and then I, I realized it's like, oh, fuck, these two might be twin flames, and, 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 you know, one of the reasons why, you know, they were sick is because she's very powerful, she's very, very powerful, and, and, you know, she, she, she demands respect, um, and, and, you know, at one point in, in their relationship, she may have, you know, initiated a soul merge very much like I did with my twin. And so if they consumed each other rather than individuating, you know, the, 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 the concept that I'm experiencing this could just be the fact that, you know, I'm, I'm lucky is because I have this, this knowledge of how, you know, these ancestors of mine who were married and who loved each other and you know who, who, did, who did pursue their twin flame relationship they consumed each other um, on every level and they consumed their soul and their soul had to come back to source so that it could come back out and have the lesson again and so that's that's the wisdom that I'm taking away right now is that you know okay you know this is the direction that moves towards soul merge and this is the direction that moves towards individuation and it's still very multidimensional for me. It's still very, very unknown, but but it feels safe. And so I'm going to keep working. Um, I'm going to keep working on it. And, you know, interestingly enough, <clears throat> I was talking the other day about how I was seeing, you know, yellow everywhere when I was working on, you know, thought stopping and things like that and just, you know, rejecting thoughts. Well, today, because I've been doing, because I did the, the work in the, work the root Everywhere I look, and I mean everywhere I look, I'm seeing red. Um, it's not it's not coming in in like my peripheral vision. It's just every everywhere I go, I'm seeing in the world. I'm seeing red cars. I'm parking next to red cars. I'm seeing people with red bikes. Um, I'm just I'm more more attuned to noticing red today, and it's really really awesome. It's really really powerful. So that's where I am. I'm a little bit lost right now, trying to find a place to stop and get something to eat. So I'm gonna stop the recording and um, you know just keep going and flowing and rolling and let's uh, let's see where we can take this because if this is what I'm getting after three days, um, not even full three days, like two and a half days of uh, you know these recordings and doing my own personal work and getting back into it, I cannot wait until I post these online. And until people can start seeing them, and until I, you know, I don't know, fuck, what the hell this is going to develop into, but I'm excited. I'm excited, and I feel safe, and it's fucking awesome. Alright, for now, this is Alexander, signing out. We're back. Uh, This is going to be an extension on episode 9. We're going to call this episode 9A, and you're listening to Alexander's Chaos Rising. Um... So, uh, I wanted to expand on some of what um, my dear ancestor has imparted to me um, today, uh, especially when it comes to relationships, and this is going to be really potent when it comes back to the fear and how I need to feed that fear like it's a fine liquor um, into my root. Okay, so, part of what I have learned from my ancestor today is that... um, You know she is me i am her we're connected and so one of the things that i've noticed is that when i'm being my false self emotionally i'm attracted to men okay now this is emotionally this is not like you know sexually and things like that but there there is a a sexual component to it because sex is just emotional energy but emotionally you know, uh, I, I'm attracted to men when I'm being my false self. Now, this is a big hint for me because when I'm being my real self, my authentic self, I know, I know that I'm attracted to women. I find women to be physically attractive. Like I wanna, I wanna make love to a woman. Like I see a woman and I'm just like, hmm, mm, I wanna eat that. But, um. I'm so terrified, I'm so, so terrified, and I don't even want to talk to her, okay, so what do I do with this, well, what this, what my ancestor, you know, showed me today was what I need to do is I need to let myself be her, and I need to, I need to like overlay her um, into my energy field and into my expression, because she very, very much feels the way that I authentically need to feel if I'm going to be attractive now this this is this is some gender bending stuff but you know here we go this is the system that I'm dealing with and these are the thoughts that I'm having and this is this is the full authentic you know blast out is that you know when I when I meet a woman I need to see myself as her and I need to surrender to her um So that she can more fully, you know, provide me moment-to-moment information and data that I can use um, to be myself. You know, I have to let myself actually experience my full multidimensional self rather than just trying to, you know, fit myself back into the, you know, the former identity and consciousness and be like, oh, no, no, this is me, this is me. No, no i am multidimensional, and in some ways in many ways um, you know i i don't have a gender i'm i'm androgynous you know when it comes to like mentality and when it comes to like you know emotionality you know i'm i'm i am pretty androgynous and and you know there is there is androgyny in me you know there's also there's also femininity in me and masculinity in me and i have to i have to be aware of these things and i have to actually give them room to to, to come about and to become to become real and so that's that's the goal and that's the process all right this time i'm going to pause it um because maybe maybe more is going to come through here in the next few minutes as i'm driving around trying to get gas and trying to get food all right talk to you soon let's see what happens okay guys so we're back it's been about an hour and a half i'm going to continue this episode I just had uh, an event take place that uh, was really kind of shaken me quite a bit, shaking my confidence and kind of put me back in that, you know, young, abandoned kind of stage. So I was at a volleyball game, my friend's daughter's on a volleyball team, and I uh, you know, they're all, they're all young, young, young ladies, you know, 10 to 13 probably, junior high. Well, on the team was this very um, young, kind of sprightly, lithe, tiny little um, girl. And she had black hair and she had kind of, uh, kind of buck teeth a little bit, she looked kind of awkward, kind of scared, and, uh, as I sat there, um, you know, watching the game, I would, my, my vision would now and then drift to this young lady, and she just, she reminded me so, so brutally of my, of my twin, and, uh what I, I, remember of photos of my twin from when she was young, and I just, I saw, I saw her, um, so very, very, very deeply reflected in that, in that young woman, you know, kind of, uh, you know, female version of me at that age, just, just very young and, and, you know, not like super anxious and, you know, definitely didn't look like she was, you know, hurting or anything like that, uh, not like I was at that age, but I just, I couldn't help shaking the feeling that I was, I was, you know, looking, looking at a younger version, like maybe a healthier, younger version of my twin, and uh, oh boy, oh boy, did the abandonment feelings come back, like I'm on my way back to to home now, you know, it doesn't even feel like home at this moment, I feel homeless, um, I just I broke down in tears realizing that I, I, I want my twin back. I, I, I really, really wanted her in this moment, you know, like a mother, you know, like a child wants a mother. That's kind of how I was, you know, kind of feeling, you know, like a, like a mix between a child wanting their mother and and a child wanting their best friend feeling so completely and totally abandoned and isolated and alone and I just sat there and I just cried I just cried and cried and cried and I just you know very very much like a two-year-old throwing a temper tantrum and I just I just you know kind of you know raised my voice a little bit and just you know kept saying I just I want my twin I want my twin I I said her name but I'm not going to share her name on here that's you know that's that's a boundary I just kept, kept saying her name, and uh, I want her. Uh, I, I I want her. I want her. I want her. You know, crying and sobbing, and just ugh. I hate this, this disconnection. I feel, I feel so fucking cut off from everyone, and it feels completely and totally hopeless. Like there's nothing, nothing that I can do mentally to prepare myself to allow myself to to to, to 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 have this feeling of connection and I and I've been kinda of telling myself for the last several hours, you know, this stuff is all great and this stuff is all good, but it's all mental masturbation. You know, if I'm not actually having experiences with people and experiencing people, I'm just I'm just fueling my my, my mental my mental sphere and I'm not actually feeling and experiencing and you know this is this is so poignant for me is the more than anything I want to be connected to other people I want to I want to feel connected and I want to feel stable and I want to feel secure and I just I don't you know I I, I felt good pretty much all day and then you know I I, I went to the uh, I went to a park to use the bathroom and, you know, there was this guy who walked in the bathroom before me and he was taking quite a long time and I, I have been sitting there playing around with this, you know, this this root chakra stuff today and this, this, you know, Asian woman who I, you know, met and who I'm dubbing as an ancestor who's inside of me and, uh, I felt the, the urge to, like, bang on the door and try to, like, you know, be a dick and uh, you know, I, I I suppressed that like like pretty hard like I, I like I like no no, no joke, I uh, I I repressed it and I suppressed that you know pretty viciously, um, you know with this uh, this veneer of what is socially acceptable, and uh, you know I I really I, I didn't do that thing that I wanted to do. I had to piss pretty bad, and this guy was taking like, you know, 10-15 minutes, he was changing or some shit like that, or, you know, I don't know, giving himself a shower, and uh, you know, I had to piss, and there was his father and his son that had to go to the bathroom right after me, and, you know, I just, from that point on, you know, everything has started to spiral out of control, and, uh, you know. When I thought about this, I kind of you know I thought about conflict and I thought about anger and I thought about you know this is going to lead to a fight. I didn't really want to fight this guy. I just you know I just I just wanted to piss. I just wanted to be authentic and I wanted to express my you know dissatisfaction. But I didn't. I didn't. And not expressing myself in that moment has led to this this spiral of, um, feelings of self-abandonment and, you know, kind of like low-grade shame and, uh, I feel a lot better now that I'm actually talking about it and recognizing it and kind of, you know I guess this is kind of the whole point of shadow work is to, is to is to recognize that you have these feelings and that they're okay and I'm trying to see these feelings as, you know something that I can, I can learn from that are, you know, gonna, gonna inspire me later on to the next time actually let myself do this, because here's the thing, yeah, I was a little bit upset, and yeah, I wanted to speak up, and I wanted to say something, um, but I was kind of, I was kind of in the mindset of, you know, I gotta find something that's gonna make me afraid, and I, and I did, and it was the thought of conflict with this guy, and um, I felt the fear, but I ran from it, you know, I, I, I didn't do the thing that would have allowed me to experience, you know, what I needed to. I was not authentic. Okay, I gave up and I passed. I passed on that opportunity, and the result was this kind of like toxic, you know, consumptive feeling. Where now, now I feel <coughs> as if, uh, you know, I I feel weaker. Basically, that's the whole point. Is you know I. I had an opportunity to do something that was scary. Um, and it probably would have been safe. I mean, you know, worst case scenario. I, you know, the guy would have come out and he would have, you know, yelled at me and told me to fuck off and things like that. But I'm a big guy. And, and I forget this when it comes to conflict, especially when it comes to, you know, fighting, you know, men. Is that, you know, I, 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 I fall back into that that really childlike, helpless, kind of, you know, petulant um, state where I'm constantly still terrorized by my father, you know, wanting to tell him to you know piss off and wanting to be authentic and 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 then being abused constantly for being authentic. You know, you know, my dad couldn't couldn't tolerate my authentic challenges and when I was when I was being authentic and I was trying to tell him, you know, he needed to pay attention to me or he needed to you know stop being a dick to me or things like that. You know, he would get very emotionally and physically abusive. It would shut me down a lot, and you know, of course, my mom would sit there and she would, you know, enable the abuse and you know affirm his abuse and you know make it all my fault. When you know what was I trying to do? I was trying. I was just trying to express my authentic self. And you know, my authentic self was never encouraged. Uh, I'm, I'm a bit of a rebel. I'm a bit of a you know a bit of a tough guy, but that's authentically the false self is has adopted this you know this chivalrous hero savior program white knight kind of you know I'm gonna use the word again veneer you know it's, it's 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 this toxic I'm gonna be the perfect gentleman at all times kind of programming and it really really is And now that I'm speaking it out loud I I, I'm really getting a good look at just just how deeply ingrained and toxic and just programmed this this civility and servility, you know, it's, it's, it's not just civil, it's servile, you know, and there's a difference between the two words and it's just, it's, it's pandering and it's, it, it's sick and I hate it 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 so much that's part of my false self, that's part of the self that has to, you know, ego project security and safety, and, you know, I just, I don't, I don't really accept the times when I get to and need to feel unsafe, like, sometimes you do need to feel unsafe, sometimes you do need to feel unstable, you know, you, you can't always be stable all the time you're never, you're never gonna do and be authentic if, uh, you know, if you don't take risks and still, still, I know that I need to take the risks and I know that I need to, you know, I need to open my mouth and speak to people, but something, something inside of me, guys, is still, still blocking me. It's still preventing me from taking that leap and Letting myself experience the fear—it's like, even if it's a low-grade fear, it's—it's it's almost like it's so entrained in me that the second I, I see it, I, I I immediately recognize danger, and uh, you know I treat everything as a threat. And you know if it's a threat, you know there's a couple of things you can do. You can walk away from the threat because you don't have to sit there and fight. You don't, you don't you don't actually have to sit there and fight in order to get the things that you want in this life. Uh, I mean, fight yourself, sure, Um, but you don't necessarily have to fight other people in order to get the things that you want. You know, there's there's more than enough resources to go around if you allow you allow yourself to be smart about things. But I treat these things as as a danger, and that's it. And that's you know the programming goes into now. All right, attack, attack, attack! You got it. You have to fight. You have to fight somebody else for your own you know, your own sense of safety, and you have to fight somebody else for your, you know, your own sense of masculinity, and, you know, if you're not dominating somebody, and you're not, you're not masculine if you're not dominating somebody, like, like, if you're not out there being number one, you're not masculine. Uh, That's the programming. That's bullshit. You already are number one. You just don't have to be number one over somebody else. They get to be number one, two. They get to be number one for themselves, and you get to be number one for yourself. So it's, uh, it's, 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 it's weird. And it's strange. And you know, we, we we've got some more to go. I, I I fully expect still that I'm going to continue to work on this, and and and, and daily I'm going to run into fear, and I'm going to keep rejecting it and I'm going to keep walking away from it and I know I need to experience it and I know that the more I let myself experience it the, the, the quicker and the faster this will go and, and the sooner the healing is going to take place but there's, there's just there's something blocking me right now and I need to figure out what it is and I need to let myself see it so that I can let it go you know, maybe it's Maybe it's something I have to create for myself. Maybe it's something I have to do for myself. Maybe it's something I have to let go of and dissolve. I, I don't. I don't yet know. Um, but I know. I do know this. You know, I'm not. I'm not meant to live my entire life in exile. You know, I'm not. I'm not meant to be alone. I am meant to be. You know, a lover and a parent community member and you know I, I'm I'm supposed to be connected to people and I'm supposed to be helping people and I'm supposed to be you know complimenting people you know that's that's another thing I was reading this uh this article on shadow work and how to embrace your shadow and, and one of the things that you know I was talking about was when you authentically offer somebody a compliment and um what that does energetically is that, you know, the other person kind of is going to offer you a compliment back, but it's not, you don't expect it to be like a secondary compliment where you give give somebody a compliment and they compliment you. This is, by the way, this goes into the whole I love you, I love you kind of deals where one person says I love you expecting the other person to say I love you back and when that person does, it's really kind of a drain, right? Because it's never like, you know, authentic and natural and spontaneous. It's just like, oh, okay, someone said I love you. I'm supposed to respond with I love you. When instead, what it should be is it should be a joyous expression. You know, a, a communication of mutual, you know, mutual love and mutual respect. And that's the direction that I'm moving in. I am moving in the direction of mutual love and mutual respect. And, you know, mutual compassion and communication. And I know I know that I've got a lot of great skills in this stuff. You see this, this this feels so super imposing and super blocking, but I can see through to the other side. You know, I can see my wit, I can see my charm, I can see my my connectivity and I can see my ability to you know, work with people and help people. I know I know that I've had plenty of times in my life where you know, that energy just flowed really well and really easy. And I didn't have a problem making friends, and I didn't have any issues with, you know, finding people to hang out with, and, you know, I didn't, I didn't feel uncomfortable being alone, so, you know, I mean, there's, there's probably lots and lots of lessons that I'm working on here and working through here, yeah, I'm probably not, I'm probably not working on stuff that's for just me, you know, I probably am tapping into, you know, things that are other people and other fields, well, once you uh, once you begin expanding your consciousness, you know, trying to reawaken your you know divine feminine, reconnecting to your body and staying grounded. You know things things tend to get bigger, and you start working on a different scale. You know, I mean, you're never just working on just you. You know, I mean, if I'm if I'm going down into my DNA to, to, to access some ancestor then it kind of makes sense that, you know, at the same time, I'm also going out and expanding out, and I'm working with larger fields, and, you know, lots and lots and lots of of data and information and emotion, and for some reason, I'm still, I'm still working myself up to whatever it is that this this catch, this flip event, this linchpin event that's going to that's gonna flip sides or that's gonna flip perspectives and you know it's gonna it's gonna, it's all gonna kind of fall into place and you know this happens routinely you know I gotta I gotta remember to be patient with myself and give myself some time because you know I mean I only just did the root meditation like 12 hours ago and not even and I only just put a little bit of effort and thought into manifesting that and, then, and I've only put a few hours of work into kind of you know experiencing this ancestor and you know there's there's no way that I can reasonably expect that you know within such a short time I'm going to have this miraculous change but you know I mean really if I if I if I started actually capitalizing on the events that are happening to me right now I probably would have a big change I probably would have a big shift um you know, because because I would be taking completely different, radically different paths, and I'm not. I'm taking paths that I that I'm comfortable with, and I'm taking. You know, it's like I'm towing my way into the water instead of just diving headfirst into the pond. That's uh, you know that, that that that's not what I want. I do want to dive headfirst into the pond. You know, I do want to be you know afraid, and, and, and to see how I can turn that, that fear, and, and drop it into my root, and see what happens, you know, it's like, I want to, I want to drop this coronal mass into this, uh, into this black hole, and see what kind of, you know, see what kind of fireworks can, you know, can go off once, uh, you know, the black hole compresses this coronal mass, like, you know, what the fuck's going to happen there, um, but, uh, but I'm not, and that kind of pisses me off, so I got to figure out what to do next, and I got to keep going, and I got to keep trying, and I got to keep working, Uh, because, you know, this is, is, I don't want to be lonely, I don't, I don't want to be alone, you know, I I, I want people, and I want, god damn it, I want my fucking twin, you know, I want to feel fulfilled instead of hollow, I, I hate feeling hollow. I feel like you know everything's a waste at this point that's when I just want to give up curl into a ball and fucking blow my brains out go home and jerk off what a fucking waste I don't want to jerk off anymore I want to be with a fucking woman I want to fucking feel god damn it and I'm so fucking pissed so fucking pissed I want to blame God and I want to fucking blame everyone around me but I need to just fucking blame myself I need help I need to know I need to be able I need to have like fucking I don't know encouragement fucking cheerleader squad something Something to spark me into turning these thoughts and this mental shit into action. You know, I need, I need, I need to have experiences and I just I keep squandering every opportunity that I'm presented with because it's not that perfect one. You know, it's not, it's not my twin coming back to me. It's not my my former best friend. You know, it's not either of them, so why should I even bother? You know. It's very, very petulant, and it's very, very immature, and it's very, very cowardly. And, uh, you know, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I want, uh, I want to change. 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 I want to grow. I don't want to be stuck and arrested at this point anymore. All right, I'm stopping at the store. I'm going to uh, stop the recording here for now.